1: Place to be nation. Welcome back to PTBN's NBA team podcast as we continue the 2022-23 NBA regular season previews. We are getting to that tippy top. I am one of your co-hosts, Adam Murray. Wait, no, I'm Andrew Reach. That's Adam Murray. Hi, Adam Murray.
0: Hey, we're back. Getting another preview.
1: You know, I did that once before during the show. We kept it in.
0: You've you've done it, I think, a few times, and you're just yeah. like, I'm tired. I don't care, whatever. <laughs> like, this is the start of the show. This is how you're setting the foot. Now we're good. Okay.
1: Yeah, all it's right. like, don't they have those twins coming out from Overtime Elite? Um, Osir and I- Amen Thompson.
0: Um, they're in, I don't even know how many years they're coming because they're like, oh, we signed them. And they're like yeah. fifth graders. Like, okay. well, I'm trying
1: now. Now you got me thinking about all the twins, like the Van. you remember the Van Arsdales back in the seventies? They had um- no. You don't remember the uh, the Van Arsdale
0: brothers? Why would were... I remember anything from the 70s? As I'm not from the 70s. Why would I spend time well, okay, with
1: them? Okay, well, Mar- Markeith and Marcus Morris. Who else am I missing out on?
0: Eli and Jacob Blue.
1: Oh, no, we're not talking about them. <laughs> <laughs> that is a deep cut. Um, and then the, uh, the only one that I always found was weird was freaking John Barry and Brent Barry. They look nothing alike, man.
0: Yeah, that was that was quite strange, but
1: but okay, let's talk about NBA basketball relevant players. You want to do that?
0: What the 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 Lopez's is?
1: Well, the Lopez's is uh the they're, they're actually not on bad teams. I'm thinking about it right now. and No, they are not on bad teams. <laughs> actually, the teams that they are on, we're not going to discuss. But we are discussing some really like this isn't the cream of the crop. But there's another one after this, but.
0: This these, is the ultra rich. This is teams, the
1: these teams can go to the finals. if They're not go their way. on
0: the favorites because, given the A B comparison, it's like, well, who do you think is going to be better?
1: I mean, the first one. Listen, I'll just spoil it. The first one we're going to talk about is the Miami Heat. They were literally a three pointer away from going to the finals.
0: They were, but well, do you, you think they were? They were better they're, this the year. The Celtics than...
1: almost choked it. You know?
0: Yeah. Do you think they're better than the Celtics? Well, no. Well, do you think they're better than Milwaukee still? Well, Close. no. So, okay, you're down to the tier that's just below. You can make a run, and you are you might just be that one little tiny piece away. Yeah, we well, we could start with Miami, who basically is trying to just run it back, even though Pretty every. Pretty much. Big they went for.
1: They they did the same thing Chicago did. They went for broke in 2021's free agency period. So they got Kyle Lowry. They were able. They 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 got the extension from Bam Adebayo. They still had Tyler Hero on rookie money until restricted free agency. If he doesn't agree to a deal, let let me let's just pivot on this one. Do you think they'll have an extension uh, put together once the season starts? For
0: Hero. I would guess so, because
1: that's a, that's the sixth man of the year a 20 point per game score. I know he struggled in the playoffs.
0: Who's now going, I want to start. You need to start me. So you're starting to get that in there.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then, you know,
1: Lowry's not going to be great forever.
0: Lowry, he kind of fell off a little cliff this past yeah, but year. Then in the,
1: but then, then he shows back up in the playoffs. He has a couple of stinkers. And then all of a sudden in the Boston series, he kind of comes alive again. It's weird.
0: The thing with this team, and like, I can't personally move them to the top because you just look at it you got Bam, yeah, you got Jimmy Butler, yeah,
1: awesome player, yeah, you got
0: Kyle Lowry yeah <laughs> and then victor, the
1: the reclamation project of victor oladipo worked really well i'll say that
0: it did it's just you have duncan robinson making a ton of money that oh. is a big bugaboo
1: yeah he makes 17 million this year 18 and then 19.4 and then a player option of 20 million in 2025 like holy cow duncan robinson is a really good three-point shooter let's get that not let's that, that money that's yeah
0: that's Lou Dort money he got.
1: Well, he here's the thing, if you're the, if he shot 37% from 3 this past season, that's not upper tier level to for like a shooter. You know, Max Struz shot better than him.
0: And that's the thing is if Tyler Hero is not starting, you you're going with Max Struz or Caleb okay. Martin. Yeah, and then you you know, PJ Tucker who was, you know, we got him. It's awesome. Okay. I'm just going to go to Philly. What? Yeah. Yeah. Now
1: listen, if you look at his numbers, you know, seven and a half, seven and a half points, five and a half rebounds, two assists, whatever. But he was a very good three-point shooter. He was one of the best corner three-point shooters in the league. He just fits on every good team he plays on every single one.
0: So you're just going to have to run a straight up small lineup. If you know, you have to have Kyle Lowry, you what, you put Gabe Vincent at the two, Butler. You might Gola be forced Depot? to
1: have Bam be like a point at times. Cause you
0: know? who's your who's your starting for now? Who's your backup for? You got Caleb Martin and Omar Yurt seven. Or your, Mm -hmm. your main guy, like that's a, you got, you got Gabe
1: Vincent, but Vincent isn't really a ball handler. He does. He did average three assists a game, but I would not call Gabe Vincent a
0: ball handler. So your bench is just very like the thing with the thing with Miami is you can't bet against their bench because all they do is get these g-league guys that's what i was
1: gonna say you can't bet against that and you can't bet against andy ellisberg and his salary cap magicianry like it's ridiculous like they're always stay under the hard cap and still are able to add good players like through the g-league like you just brought up
0: well you look at this roster like
1: the next one will probably be like marcus garrett or Javante Smart, and someone's gonna pop up and you're like, oh my God, I didn't know he was that good. Well, he's probably not that good anywhere else. He's just good in Miami. Yeah, <laughs> no.
0: who, who are there two two ways, Marcus Garrett and...
1: um, Well, it's Darius, uh, one of them is Darius Days.
0: There you um, go, he's gonna be the next guy. And, like, and then,
1: uh, and then remember, they had that uh, guy that they picked up during Omicron and he stuck around, Haywood Highsmith, you know?
0: Yeah, and so you got Nikola Jovich,
1: I don't think we're going to – I'm going to be honest. I don't think we're going to see him a lot
0: of – You have no bench here, and if Jimmy or Bam go down, this is straight up not a good team.
1: No. I mean, unless you get, like, an incredible performance out of, like, a Gabe Vincent or a Dwayne Dedvin. If
0: Kyle Lowry goes off a cliff, this is not a good team, so – we have them very high because Jimmy Butler wills them to be on the next level they were the,
1: they were the first place team in the east they were, they had more wins than the Bucs. they had fifty three wins the over under is fifty and a half. you would think it would be over you would like to guess over
0: I would like I to saying. guess over
1: yeah I mean I'll go over. I'll say that I would I,
0: I will would, take the over, but it's just
1: I put him in a, have position.
0: a very no safety net this year on this team. And, you know, well, Tyler Hero is not part of any trade. We're not going to trade him for, you know, we're linked to every big name and every big name wants to play for us, but we're not going to give up any players for it. OK, you're riding with this team. I, I will
1: <sighs> say there were things that didn't go their way in terms of injuries, in terms of the fact that Boston sort of came up um, during that season. They did have the luck of Brooklyn not being great, um, Philadelphia sort of figuring it out. Um, I mean, we can move on to Philadelphia in a minute. That's the next team. Um, but I, I feel like Miami did earn the spot that they got to when they were the first place team in the East, but I'm gonna be honest too, Adam, when they didn't make the finals, I wasn't that surprised.
0: Kind of. Yeah. It's, it's
1: hard. It's hard to, it's hard to explain, but like some teams that grind it out like that, once you really get to the nitty gritty and it comes down to stars and making plays, Jimmy Butler is amazing. We saw what he did in that game six in Boston, but you can't rely on that every game. It's just not possible.
0: You know? and, and also, the thing with Jimmy Butler is he is how old now?
1: Um, I want to say he's 33.
0: He's, yes, he is 33. So yeah. he has been known for going hard the entire time and does not take breaks. So he is getting mileage on him and too. And they now. almost
1: paid for that in the conference finals. He had to sit a game or two, correct? Or he played, but he was kind of like ghosting it a little bit.
0: So minutes restrictions might be a big deal, especially for Lowry and possibly Butler now. So Yeah, and
1: they led the team in minutes, both of those people you just mentioned, 34 minutes a game. They're, that's going to have to change.
0: Yeah, that's it.
1: More Oladipo, them. more Struess, more... More Caleb Martin, like you said. Like, they're going to have to do some different things. And their additions, like you said, there really isn't much to talk about. You know, they were mainly re-signings of Deadman and Oladipo. So they're running it back, you know. And and it's not a bad squad to run back. You're just missing P.J. Tucker, who went to the Sixers.
0: And that, I think, is a big piece because you didn't replace him really with anything. Because he
1: was a great small ball five fit on, like, one of these kind of, like, all-defensive small ball lineups.
0: Yeah, so if you get this, um, I've already forgotten his name. <laughs> That's because, you know, I'll, I'll be reminded in a few weeks when this new Miami player comes out of nowhere, Darius Days. Yeah. When he comes out of nowhere and becomes this all, you know, who who is he?
1: Yep. It, it happens every time in Miami. You know, we used to call it the Sioux, the Sioux Falls Sky Force because that was their name of their team for a while. We always say, oh, here come the Sky Force. <laughs> but um, let's just go ahead to Philadelphia. Um, Joel Embiid, <laughs> scoring champion, 30.6 points a game, 12 rebounds, led the league in free throws made per game, one and a half blocks. Not too bad.
0: He had a very excellent year because he stayed healthy and he was a beast. And you then, still don't
1: think he was the MVP, though? You still think Jokic was the MVP?
0: No. Jokic was was by far – he had a career year of all careers. By the so. way,
1: um, I didn't even know realize this until it was brought up when the award was given out to Jokic. I didn't know that Embiid was the runner-up twice
0: in a row. Yep. Yep. And here's the problem with Embiid. You have the – well, are you squandering away his prime right now? You get Harden, who has played himself out of how many teams in a row now? OK, he played 21 games for Philly,
1: 21.7 rebounds, 10 and a half assists. That's not bad. In the playoffs, <sighs> he <laughs> disappeared
0: yet again as 18, everyone
1: 18 points, eight assists, 40 uh, percent from the field. In 40 minutes per game, like it doesn't sound bad, but it's one of those things, Adam, like when you watch it, you're just like
0: it, he did not look good. Yeah. And you have a lot of money going to him. Well, he took less and, and not completely yeah, shit- well, his,
1: his his situation to explain is that they wanted to stay. They they were able to get P.J. Tucker for three years, thirty three million. Um, But that means you're hard capped. If you use the full mid-level exception, so they were able to fit other smaller deals for people like Daniel House and De'Anthony Melton, and um, and uh, Montrezl Harrell, and then Harden basically got the rest, and the rest was 33 million this year and a player option of 35 million next year, and he can opt out of it if he wants more.
0: Here's the problem with with Philly: um, James Harden is 33. Yeah. And he's, he's shown of signs of decline already. P.J. Tucker is 52 years old.
1: <laughs> he's
0: 37. Stop he's 37. So Stop you're, paying, that man. you're paying a 40 year old $10 million.
1: Yeah, that third year was what got him there. But I, I, it's a risk. It's a, definitely a risk. But and
0: by the third year, he'll one, be dumped if, to Oklahoma City. I understand
1: the, that. But we're in the first year of that deal. That's where it might work out.
0: That's where, but his time is extremely limited. So, you could say I like Matisse Thybul. You can say I like um,
1: House or Daniel
0: House. You could say I like you know D. Melton was a great backup mm-hmm. signing. Tyrese Maxey, we like him. How? Where are you gonna pay these guys? Where are you paying Maxey and Thybul? Yeah. Like that you got to dump Tobias problem. Harris, who nobody wants him.
1: Well, the other thing, too, is that you're going to be willing to go into the tax. I don't really know. I don't have inside knowledge on Philadelphia's ownership. If I had to make a guess and they made a run for it and they got close to the finals under Doc Rivers and with the process running it, like being the leader, I'm pretty sure they would pay the tax to keep.
0: Max. They have to, but you can't keep everybody. You can't keep. You well, can't, then you'd
1: have to unload Harris. But the thing here's the story is that they were able to get the when when the trade deadline happened. One of the reasons the Philly Philly was able to use leverage to get Harden was that they had convinced a lot of the executives, including the Nets executives, obviously, that they were able they were going to be able to unload Tobias Harris to like some nobody team like Oklahoma City. So I think that's still out there. I think they can unload Harris if they wanted to. Good luck. <laughs> He's still good. Like he averages seventeen points a game. And Not for
0: thirty-seven million dollars.
1: I agree with that one. I agree. That's with that the one. problem. Is he also doesn't get hurt. He averaged, He ma- he played seventy-three games.
0: So it's one of those. Unfortunately, I think you know with Embiid, it's gonna the injury label will stick on him forever. Like like remember Gallinari was injured all the time. Then like for 10 years, he didn't get injured at all. And yeah. it's like, oh, he's still, he's still injured all the time. Uh, he was very durable for prior to this year. So it's uh, maybe MB it is all better, but then the mileage will start creeping up. And do you, are you wasting his time? Mm-hmm. His, his prime being this all NBA player. Are you going to have and Harden? Let's, who's let's still real.
1: Woody? And let's be real, too, about Embiid. He's had rotten luck in the playoffs. Some of it has to do with injuries. Some of it has to do with matchups. This time it was injuries. He was playing the Raptors and basically had his face broken. And it's really hard to play with a broken face. He tried against Miami, but he wasn't as a bad dude too well. Yes. Like, he tried like he wasn't like I mean, if I had to look at his like his 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 numbers for uh, the postseason overall it was 24 points 11 rebounds in less than a block per game that doesn't sound great but again he broke his orbital bone <laughs> like that's yeah, hard to recover from Maxi looked really good he had the most fast ba- fast break points among all the players in the NBA uh, playoffs so I think that's a guy that you could really build around do you think we're gonna see like even more
0: out of Maxi how if Harden wants the ball all the time. And has been known to be a ball hog everywhere else he goes. Why is that going to change? Well, all I'm sudden? not
1: trying to say flip it so that Maxie can be a point guard. I mean, Harden's the point guard. Harden's going to lead the team in assists, but just do more off-ball stuff with him. You don't have Seth Curry there anymore because he got traded away with Simmons in the in the Harden deal. So now you can do some things with Maxie. Thibodeau to me, is like an offensive liability. And I don't, I, I don't, I know he's a good defensive player. He he averaged 1.7 steals a game, but that's something where it's like I don't know if he's even worth like you might. What I'm just trying to say, maybe lessen Bybel's minutes and give some of it to Maxi, and then you got these kind of good mixes of athletic younger guys like House and. Melton Tucker's not younger of course but he's a good defensive player and then Harrell comes in and the reason why Harold's important is because they have a center that can at least plug in the hole if Embiid is out because when Paul Reed tried to do it it was a disaster in the playoffs
0: it was very ugly it just
1: didn't I mean Paul Reed is getting there like he's he's a serviceable NBA center he can't start in an NBA playoff game
0: just, uh, is he a serviceable NBA oh, center? questioning that. Like,
1: hey. I mean, and then, and then they got other people that we didn't bring up, like George Niang. Like, kind of the people that had been there from the beginning when uh, when they started to get good under Doc Rovers, like Shake Milton and George Niang and Furkan Korkmaz. I can see some of those guys getting less and less and less minutes as well. But you never know. Like, I do like this version of it. Um, their over-under is 50 and a half. They had 51 wins last year. I'll go over.
0: I, I think – I just might go under.
1: Okay. And I wouldn't fault um, you for it, you know?
0: I, I, I don't – I think it'll be close to the line. I just think with, the, like, a nice minutes restriction this year, mm-hmm. you might just see, okay, you have Harden and then a beat off for a game. Oh, that's an instant L. You have, you know, a Harden re- DNP rest. Yeah, it's a tough – Thing to go, yeah, but so. then
1: you'll have those games where if Harden rests, you got Maxi at the point, and he could be a terror. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, things could work out uh, if you if you have to go to the bench. I don't. I think Philly's bench is actually shockingly good. You know, I I looked at it and I was like, man, I don't really know if they have depth.
0: And I, I looked, wouldn't say I, shockingly good. I would say shockingly serviceable. Like court, I mod, like I just like choices
1: the they made in the offseason in terms of like fit. Like, they really went off of fit this time. They didn't just go with, hey, let's just get Andre Drummond because he averages a lot of rebounds. They didn't do that this time. They went with people that might actually, like, help them where they have some weaknesses. Even Traveling Queen, like, he was the G League MVP when he was with Houston. I mean, I don't know if he's going to play a lot. I mean, he he might be a nobody, but... At least they're at least they're trying different things, you know, and also they didn't have that much money to burn because (laughs) because of P.J. Tucker and James Hart. (laughs) So they did have to, like, shop for, like, cheap deals and that's who they picked up. But, you know, I I trust Daryl Morey. Do I trust him enough to get to the NBA finals? Uh, I, I just can't do it. Um. This team did go to the NBA Finals in 2021. Uh, they definitely fell short in 22, even though they had the best record in the league like, throughout the regular season, uh, the Phoenix Suns. Where's your confidence level on this team right now?
0: None. They None. have
1: They have sank
0: so far.
1: All because of the Game 7 loss to the Mavericks and the way they lost?
0: I think so. I, it, was I an, think...
1: it was an ugly loss.
0: I think people saw that and they're like, oh, shit, Chris Paul's 37. Yeah. He looks 37. And
1: you know what's so weird about that? Like, his numbers in the regular season were, were, were terrific, you know, 15 points, 10 rebound or 10 assists, and you know two steals a game. Played 65 games. Like he's definitely up there in age, but he still was consistently good. He had that great series against the um, New Orleans Pelicans where they he closed them out in a game six where he didn't miss a shot. And then somewhere halfway through the Mavericks series, he just fell off a cliff. And no one knows if that was just an anomaly and he was injured. And he was trying to let not let on. Or this is the beginning of the decline of Chris Paul. No one knows yet. Like, what do you think it is? You know what I
0: think it is? Chris Paul, for his career, career starting in 2005, Mm -hmm. has averaged 34.5 minutes. Yes. He averaged 33 minutes last year. You need to lessen that. You need to give him a break and cause he's 37 now and you know, well, we're gonna run it back. We're gonna do it. We got we've got great additions like Bismack Biombo. Well, he's a serviceable center. Yeah. We got Dario Saric back from his injury. Okay, we got Cam Johnson who We'll we'll spell Mikhail Bridges, yeah, and we yeah they didn't attach Cam Johnson to literally
1: every single iteration of a trade that they had for Kevin Durant,
0: and we got Cam Payne, who is just a straight up backup point guard now for Chris Which Paul. She-
1: Good good assist man and a decent shooter. He had bad shooting year this past season, but usually he shoots well. But he averaged five assists a game. He is a good backup point guard,
0: like you said. We, we said it was a very short window for for Phoenix
1: well, because of Chris do you Paul think the, and his age. Do you think the window is closed because of the fact that they did have to pay up in restricted free agency for DeAndre Ayton?
0: The, the Ayton thing, you can't let him go for nothing.
1: No, you can't. And that was the the um, the Indiana Pacers gave him a four year offer sheet, and they matched it. The other thing too is I think it was sort of a long game by Phoenix, where they deliberately wanted to give Mikael Bridges that extension because they knew they could get him on slightly less than rookie max, which they did, like twenty to twenty five million a year over four years. But for DeAndre Ayton, I really think all it was they didn't want to give him a fifth year. I really think that's no, what it they was.
0: didn't. They let you know let Indiana pay him, and then and
1: they immediately matched it, right?
0: which probably would have been a sign-in trade for Miles Turner and some other probably uh, probably Buddy Buddy Healds in every like that, yeah. trade. But you have this team, okay, you're running it back. Well, you ran it back last year, and it, there seemed to be flaws.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, oh, and they have Devin Booker.
0: <laughs> they have Devin Booker, who is...
1: 27 points, five assists. An amazing
0: shooter. He's it's terrific. Just...
1: The thing that's weird about Devin Booker, and I mentioned this to a friend of mine, his numbers every night look the same. They always look like 25 points, five rebounds, five assists, two three-pointers, six free throws made. They always look the same. Even if it, even if he's had like a good game or a bad game, his numbers are always the same. It's weird.
0: It is. He's quite consistent, but... I just think unless Chris Paul somehow turns back the hands of time, you're just left with a lot of I don't know. I'm not looking on the, you know, looking oh the the, the coin toss is going for you this year.
1: Yeah. Remember, too, the Suns were also sort of an anomaly within themselves because they they were not they did not shoot a lot of threes. They did not get to the free throw line a lot. They did a lot of their damage through like decent ball movement, communication and mid range. And also good inside, good, good inside leverage with like Aiton, Paul on those floaters, bridges could attack sometimes and playing good defense. It was when they got stretched by Dallas with that five that stretch, you know, the kind of five out lineup. That's where they sort of got challenged and um, they eventually got exposed. I mean, I guess you could the word you could use was exposed in that game seven.
0: I, I agree.
1: I mean, Monty Williams, he got an extension. He deserved it. He was the coach of the year. He really found something there in 2021 with that crew uh, when they added Paul to the mix. I wouldn't have tried some dramatic thing like trading away Paul or sign and trade Aiton, like you mentioned. I wouldn't have done that. I'm glad they didn't do the Nets trade. Like, do you think they would have been better off with Kevin Durant? No. I don't. I agree with you. I do not think they would have been Kevin Durant.
0: Kevin Durant would have been made that team better because Kevin Durant is the one player and it's funny everybody agrees with me and it's like oh no he literally is probably the only official like NBA plug and play player that has ever been yeah like you could just put him on any team and he could fit in there's no problem of him finding a spot and finding a a, a thing he's just
1: yeah but long long term what does it do
0: not... no the team would not be better cuz the team would just be those five and literally nobody else and mm-hmm. um the funny thing is, nobody agrees with me on this. Vegas is 53 and a half. They're, I believe, the now, second now, highest. Now, let,
1: let's be clear they won 64 games last year in the regular season.
0: They did. They're also a team that goes hard in the regular season where other teams do not. They go for that number one seed.
1: That, and that is the thing that everyone does. The Bucs did it. The Bucks like they found they got a t- taste of success in 19. They went for it in 20 and they had the best record and they belly flopped in the bubble because they peaked too early. Mm-hmm. Um, the Warriors did it after winning a championship in 2015. They go out. Oh, we want to win every game. They only lost nine games in regular season. Guess what? didn't win a championship. You know, being the a front runner in the regular season has its benefits, especially when you need that precious home court uh when you get to a game 7, but what good did it do Phoenix? What good did it do Miami on the east side? Didn't do much. Like you still lost. You know, it comes down to talent. Um uh just a couple of questions I have. Do you think that is there any possibility that they trade Chris Paul in mid-season if things no. start to south no. Okay. Um Landry Shamit, can they get off of him? No. Okay. Uh, Do you like the additions of Damian Lee and Josh Okoji, just to give him some guard depth? What has Josh
0: Okoji really done in Minnesota?
1: (laughs) I mean, he could play defense sometimes, you know.
0: So they're kind of, it all fall on Chris Paul's 37-year-old body.
1: And if Sarish can give them a little bit of a different look offensively inside so that Aiden doesn't feel like he
0: has to do so much, you know? Oh, Aiden- Saric should be, he should be, uh, people forgot about how he wasn't good. He wasn't great. He was there and he f- was very complimentary. He was very, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, I guess my word for everybody has been serviceable. They've just been, he's been very okay. If, if, if you need him to start
1: on a so, so February matchup, he can do it. You know, like he can pull it off. I don't think Aiton's going to necessarily, because his numbers have always been really good. He averaged, you know, 17 points, 10 rebounds, a double, double. I don't see him like jumping through the stratosphere. You know, I think the numbers are just going to be the same. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just
0: think. Yeah, I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to provide any He's making more money. But, yeah. is, is there going to be no leap, I don't think. And, and Dario Sarge, yeah, his numbers have gone down quite a, a, a lot since his best time was in Philly. Minnesota was just sort of a stopover that one year as as part of that trade. So I guess maybe I'm trying to think back if he could get back to that those Minnesota numbers. Yay, but...
1: Can you see this team getting the 60 wins?
0: I... Th- could I say. I don't
1: think so. I think they can get. I'll just pick over on the. I'll I'll go ahead and go over on the fifty three and a half. The, uh, you said fifty three and a half.
0: Uh huh.
1: Okay, I'll go over on that. I don't think they can get to the sixty wins.
0: I don't think they get to sixty wins, but we've also mentioned how they go hard in the regular season, and I can see them going for those sixty wins again. As could it be if we don't get home court advantage, we don't have much of a, a hope, anyways. I mean, they have again. They're fifty three wins. Plus mm-hmm. or minus, Golden State's fifty-two. Right, and by and by the way,
1: Golden State last year winning a championship. Guess how many wins they had in the in the regular season? Fifty-three.
0: Yeah, so yeah. they're predicting Phoenix to be the number one seed again.
1: Right, right, so and they it, and just like just like with the Celtics, they think the Celtics are going to be number one in the East uh,
0: this time. Everything I've been saying goes against what Vegas has been saying. It's just. I mean, yeah, I'll take the over, but am I confident in it? No. Can I see them easily, you know, having a bad stretcher? Well, that's
1: that's what Vegas wants. They want that shaky pick, the one that you're not sure about, but you put the money down anyway, you know? Kind of like DeAndre Ayton with that offer sheet.
0: (laughs) DeAndre, it's it's really hard to, you know, tell your young – Former number one pick. Oh, yeah, it's all business. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we're just playing hardball because that's and what also, we do. also, there were those Oh, we still even... love you anyways. Right,
1: right, right. That, t- that turnaround. Because remember, there were rumors that him and Monty Williams were, like, arguing during game seven because of the fact that I think Williams took him, put him on the bench because he wasn't trying hard enough on defense or something like that. And all of a sudden— so you start getting these back channel reports. DeAndre Ayton's ha- unhappy. DeAndre Ayton wants out. He's gonna sign anywhere, and he hopes they don't match. Then the moment they match, oh, we're happy. We, we, you know, we always wanted to do this. Well, if you always wanted to do this, why didn't you sign the extension on July first? You know that that's where that's where I call bullshit on that. But um, I mean, it's an excellent team. I mean, we talked about you know uh three teams here that we really like. Like, which one do do you feel the most confident in?
0: Um of these three teams, really none. I would have to be Philly, because Philly is um in this year. Miami is the we're running it back. Phoenix is in we're running back. Philly is in we're going for it mode. I just don't think they have enough in the end.
1: I, I have more confidence in Miami, but Philadelphia's ceiling is higher.
0: Yeah, Philly can make more damage, I think, than Phoenix. Because Phoenix, like, like I said, if, if if you
1: Philly could like really blow out a playoff team if they wanted to.
0: If you're like, predicting like, your team to be number one in the West, anyways, like, why are we having this conversation? You're expected to be the best, and you're expected to be in the conference finals again. Yep. So, I don't know, you know, why we're like, saying their ceiling is low because you you set the floor so very high for them. Um I don't know. I just I would say Philly out of that give, team. Give bunch. me um
1: give me a player you're keeping an eye on among the three teams we talked about.
0: Uh it's obviously Darius Days. <laughs> not Boom. Tyrese not Tyrese Maxey. Uh nope, I had never heard of Darius. I just you know uh, who's there to whatever ran, this whatever year?
1: random bench rider that they have in Miami because he's obviously going to be like an amazing contributor down the road.
0: Exactly. I need to find him early this year as opposed to being oh Max Struess. You mean the the former Celtic summer league guy, right? <laughs> oh no, you know he's a <laughs> he starter from
1: summer league, and he played in DePaul. That was what? The crazy. You know he's from Chicago. I think.
0: Um, yes.
1: Um, Cam Johnson because he's got restricted free agency coming up. I think he's going to play his ass off. That's how I feel. But he might play his way out because he might be so valuable that they don't have room for him to – since they're in the tax now.
0: Oh, they don't Um, have money for him anyway. That's what I'm
1: saying. Like, he is on the squeeze. Like, DeAndre Ayton was not on the squeeze. DeAndre Ayton, they had to dip into the tax to keep him. That's what I thought was so disingenuous about that whole thing of like, well, we'll we'll pay you this, but we'll pay Mikael Bridges this, but not pay you that. I'm like, yes, you could have. Cam Johnson, I don't see it. This is one where they might have to trade him mid-season.
0: Or or you might just have to flip Jay Crowder and be yep. like look we can't keep two of these guys. We have That's to... that, that that can be
1: done. That can be done because
0: I think we, Crowder, Jay is last good. Year, he's good. He's been everywhere he's been, he's been that quintessential glue guy. It's just, well, it might come down to money', well, you know, you're not going to get off Sarge and his nine million, and Johnson
1: so. is also a really good three point shooter, and that is so valuable now in the nba forty four percent from three. So
0: yeah uh, but in the end, this group is the they' the the super elite. They're the rich. They're the ones if, who if they
1: if any of these teams went to the finals, if we look at the NBA Finals and one of these teams is on one side, I wouldn't be shocked.
0: Oh, no, these these ones can make it. But again, do we like Phoenix? Yeah, but do we like them better than Golden State and Clippers? No. Do we like Miami and Philly? Yeah. Are they better than Milwaukee? Well, oh, no. Yeah. These are the three I, and four. I
1: know some people who heard this. That's the tease for the next the last year. Um, They're like the Clippers. I'm like, yeah, they have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. That's fucking why.
0: <laughs> and John <You> know? Wall.
1: <sighs> we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah,
0: that's another episode. Uh, again, for this one. Andrew Reich, I'm Adam Murray. Have a good one. Later.